and we have gathered together to worship in the Word, and we are privileged to do so. God has been so good to us to give us His Word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer now and thank Him for it and prepare our hearts for His Word. Father in heaven, we gather together, worshiping, lifting our voices in song in praise, in praise of You. Thankful for your goodness toward us, your grace and your mercy toward us, and especially your grace and mercy seen in Jesus Christ, sending your Son so that he might die for us and take the punishment for our sin. Father, gracious to us in giving us your word, giving us the mind of Christ, words of wisdom that we seek to live by words of instruction words that command us words that often admonish us and then words of hope and joy that encourage and uplift us we're so thankful for your word I pray this morning that we would be a people who who love your word and can't get enough of your word and that we would be faithful to put it into our lives daily and then to seek by the, by the indwelling presence and strength of the Holy Spirit at work within us to live by your word. So Lord, as we come together to your word today, I pray that you would use it to encourage and challenge and strengthen us for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christmas is a time when it seems like people all over change just a bit, don't they? Have you seen that in people? Christmas time seems to bring out some of the best in people. It seems like Christmas time is a time when you go places and people are just a little bit friendlier than normal. There's a little bit more joy than than normal. There's a little bit more kindness. People start thinking about kindness and goodness and acts of generosity. There's also this statement that we hear often as we enter December. We hear this statement often, um, remember the reason for the season, right? You hear people say, remember the reason for the season. It's been a little bit troubling to me uh, to hear that at, at times because I get the sense that sometimes the person who's saying that really doesn't even know the reason for the season and has some other reason in mind. Remember the reason for the season. You hear that said, and and many people, I think, unfortunately, don't really understand the real reason we celebrate Christmas. I think there's a perfect illustration of this that was published in a newspaper called The Morning Sun of Pittsburgh, Kansas, a couple of weeks ago, December 2nd. I'm going to read to you a piece titled, Stop to Remember the Reason for the Holiday Season. And even the title, Stop to Remember the Reason for the Holiday Season. So far, so good, maybe, right? Um, Jessica Timms Seeliger writes, "'Tis the season to deck the halls, shop for gifts, and spend quality time with family and friends. With the hustle and bustle of the holiday season upon us, it is easy to lose sight of what this special time truly is about." In this time of holiday festivities, we must remember to give thanks for the many blessings in our lives, 
while, help make, while helping make those blessings possible for others. The holiday season is more than a time of giving and receiving gifts, a short break from work or parties. It is a time for all of us to look back on the things that make life special. This time of the year is about believing in something greater than ourselves. It's easy to get caught up in the decorating, the shopping, the baking, and the fun, but over the next month, we should all step back and remember the meaning of this holiday season, regardless of which holiday it is you will be celebrating. I read that, and I got done reading that, and I thought, what did she say? What is the reason for the season? I don't mean to be unkind to the author of that piece. But the writer says that the reason for the season is to give thanks for the many blessings in our lives. And that sounds really good. But she doesn't indicate to whom we are to give thanks. Who gives us all the blessings we enjoy? Who makes all the blessings possible? Who makes the blessings possible that we're to share with others and make possible for others? The writer also says that this time, quote, of the year is about believing in something greater than ourselves. And I got done reading that piece. I was waiting for the writer to say who that person was. That thing, that person, something. This time of year, there's something that we're to be believing in, something greater than ourselves. Who or what is this something greater than ourselves that we are to believe in? And then the writer concludes by saying that during December, we all need to step back, quote, step back and remember the meaning of this holiday season, regardless of which holiday it is you will be celebrating. What's the meaning of the holiday season? That was a confusing piece to me, to read those few paragraphs. What's the meaning of this holiday season? Uh, and regardless of which holiday you celebrate, uh, give thanks to whom, uh, to whom should we give thanks to? Give thanks for all the blessings, right? But the thought comes to my mind, to whom are we to give thanks to? Believe in what? Believe in whom that is greater than we are? You know, at first glance, you read a few paragraphs like that, and you go, oh, that's, that's nice, that's nice. But when you stop and think about it, it was pretty empty. Especially when you get to the end and it says, regardless of which holiday you celebrate. What's the meaning of the holiday season? This piece of writing is so typical of the way people think today. I hope you don't think like that. This, to me, was five paragraphs of meaninglessness. It would seem that the writer is headed in the right direction at first. And again and again throughout that little piece, there's a little glimmer of hope here. Oh, she's going in the right direction now, but she never really reaches a destination. And we're left to ask, what is the meaning of the holiday season? What specifically is the meaning of Christmas? After all, isn't it Christmas that we're talking about? After all, isn't Christmas the center of the holiday season that we like to, you know, the, our society says the holiday season? I want to take you to a passage of Scripture this morning. A passage of Scripture that we find in Isaiah. Turn there with me, would you please? Isaiah chapter 7. There's a passage of Scripture 
In Isaiah chapter 7, it answers all those questions for us. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. As we take a brief break from our series of studies in Colossians together for the next couple of weeks, Lord willing, I want to focus on the subject of this verse and the answers to those questions that come to our minds when we read a piece like that that really doesn't say anything and when you hear someone say, remember the reason for the season and you get the sense that they don't know what the reason for the season is. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. The verse here in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14 foretells the coming of the Christ child. Let's look at it together. I'm going to ask you to stand with me, would you, if you're able, let's stand together. We don't do this often, and maybe we should do it more out of respect and honor for God's Word. Just stand together as I read this verse. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14. Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Thank you. You may be seated. Some might say, well, why does the holiday season have to be about Christ? You know, the holiday season. Why does it have to be about Christ? What's so special about Jesus? Well, there's one word that I want you to note from Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, that emphasizes why Jesus is so important and why Christmas must be all about Christ. Why is Jesus Christ so special? Why is He so important? That one word from Isaiah 7, verse 14, is Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, gives us the special meaning of this name given to Christ, Emmanuel. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And if your copy of God's Word is like mine, in parentheses it gives the definition.